What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of Backstage with BU. Today on the show, we have up-and-coming artist Moonlander. How are we doing today, man? Hey, what's going on, man? I appreciate you letting me come on here and be weird with you. That's sick. <laughs> of course, man. Excited to have you on, man. Um, I know we got a lot of things, a lot of exciting things to talk about today. Um, but let's, let's start off with your story, man. You know, how you got into music. Let's start off, like I just said, anyone watching this, don't laugh at my beard. You'll <laughs> see if, if you... If you <laughs> watch my music video coming up uh, next week. You'll understand why I shaved it. So I normally don't look this terrible, but basically, bro. Um, so I've been doing music since I was 13. Like I started in eighth grade. Um, I basically just like, I feel like most, I don't know about you maybe, but mostly like anyone wants to like be a rapper, like just like, even if it's not serious or anything, like you'd want to rap, you know what I'm saying? Like, so when I was just 13, like, uh, I was hanging with my, my boys and my friend, he already like made music at the time. So we're just like eighth grade chilling. We were at my dad's house and he brought his stuff over and he's like, let's make a song tonight. And like, this is before you get like drunk or like anything like that. So it's like, just like pure little kids having fun type yeah, stuff. Exactly. Uh, we made that night a remix to Kanye West song. Um, literally terrible. I remember I was just writing bars. I said something like, I'm so fresh and so clean, OxyClean or something like something stupid on like that. But um, I don't know, just like, I feel like that night I was like, bro, this is sick. Like, and so I just started like, I got my first mic for Christmas. My dad got me a mic and I would just start making music, bro. And it was terrible. Um, I went under the name Lil Pickles. That was my, my name because my, my name's Dylan. So like Dill Pickles, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that was my first name. Obviously, like, even before I even got out of eighth grade, like, that name just wasn't it. Obviously, like, that's just a joke as it is. And I was a joke also, so it's, like, double the joke. So I was just like, dang, like, I need a kick-ass name. You know what I'm saying? So uh, at the time, my middle name's, like, uh, Houston. So my boys would always be like, Houston, we have a problem, like, space stuff. And I was, like, super big and I, like, Kid Cudi. Right. Oh, so I – I remember I had to do like a a project in eighth grade where you had a baby, like it was like a robot baby. Right. You had to take care of it for the weekend. Like it would just randomly cry during the night to like show you, I guess, what like being a dad is or whatever. <laughs> so I wanted something like funny. Um, so I looked up like worst baby names and Moonlander was on that list. And I was just like, I'm going with that. So that's, that's where I got the name. That's how I started it up. And yeah, it's pretty sick, I guess. And the rest is history. Yeah. Yeah, man. So you, you mentioned that, you know, Kid Cudi is someone that you kind of looked up to and you kind of listened to that that's influenced you. Who are some other artists that have, you know, influenced your music style or just got uh, you, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just remember like, obviously when I started, I remember like Akon smacked that, that song like <laughs> stuck to me like so hard because it was so like beautiful, like singing, but then Eminem would come in like, da -da -bang on it, what and it was like, Oh, so I remember I was like, this is what I want to do. I want to have like a mixture of both. Absolutely. So I was big on that. Like T-Pain was like my number one. He was always sick. Um, then like recently, like no cap, like Charlie Puth goes hard. He like, does, bro, for sure. Yeah, he goes hard. So Charlie Puth is like my number one. Like just, I just think he doesn't make really a bad song. Like even if it's not like a hit, it's just like one of those guys. Like I'm like, yeah, that's, that's hard. Yeah, he's so musically talented too. Like he's insane. You like him? Yeah, I, I fuck with him. He's dope. Yeah, you got to yeah. listen to the voice notes because it's, I don't know, it's just, I think it's hard. Like, but, behind the scenes, like, footage of him, like, 
creating like sounds and stuff and like he's like unreal his ear for music is crazy yeah i know he's like a wizard so hey man so you know what does your creative process look like when you're making music so basically now um i mean when i like started obviously i was just said like it wasn't good at all so like there was just like i got to a point where like i've always wanted to be like famous like ever since i was like a little kid i was like why wouldn't you want to be famous like that's right. sick you know what i'm saying like yeah. watch nickelodeon a little uh orange carpets the nickelodeon K- yeah, kids choice award and i'd be like that looks so sick yeah. like yeah so i always wanted to do that and obviously before i made music i wanted to be like a comedian because i'm like kind of funny and goofy yeah. Yeah, yeah and i'd always i'd always win like class clown awards in elementary school it doesn't matter like i couldn't have been that funny but um <laughs> So I was like, I used to always be like, I'm going to be on SNL. Like that was my biggest, like since day one, I was like, I'm going to be on SNL. Right. So now to go back to your thing, I was saying I had to like change my creative process like a thousand times just because no one like ever told me like I, everything I did was like on my own. So obviously it was bad in the jump. Like I was doing stuff, but I thought it was sick. Like, my songs were terrible. I can send you some songs. We could listen to them and laugh at them. Right. Of me in eighth grade, like rapping. I'm just like. Under Dill Pickle? I mean, they're deleted now. I had to delete <laughs> them. But I have them all. I have them all so we could, we could laugh together. But sure. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just had to learn. Like, I feel like over the years, like, I had to figure out, like, wow, this isn't actually great. Because when I was in eighth grade making the stuff that was terrible like i genuinely thought it was like sick i was like oh i'm so good you know yeah. what i'm saying like right. this is so good <laughs> you listen, i listen back to it now i'm like i can't even i'm cringing i'm cringing right so, right now we got to a point where basically like i just go into the studio um here i could probably show you let me see if i can i'm gonna yeah. unconnect this okay okay got that and Let's see if you can see. So this is my studio right here. I'm on like my desk right now. Dope. Um, I got some more like I'm really big into like rugs and stuff. Are those rugs on the wall? Yeah, those are all rugs on the wall. Sick. And then it's hard to flip, but over there in that little booth area, that's where I record. That's just some other stuff on the wall. So um your little man cave, bro. Yeah, yeah. You gotta have a vibe. You know what I'm saying? It's better at night because I got the stars on the walls and the, the lights. Absolutely. I wish I could cover my face so I don't see my hairless uh, face. But uh, I just go in there now. What'd you say? Yeah, you behind you on the wall too? Like a rug? Yeah, that's like my album cover. It's like Houston 97. So um, I just go in there now. Like any song I do, I just freestyle like a beat and I just vibe with it. And then I have like over like a thousand terrible rough drafts. And like when I do a rough draft, I'll like go in there and like put the auto tune on like T-Pain style. Right. And I'll just like mumble stuff. I like won't do anything. Just kind of like focusing on like my melodies. For sure. And then I just have like a crew with me and like we're just like the, they obviously like know my sound. So I'll just be like, yo, what do y'all think of this rough draft? And then it's like I could show you too, like from the start of like one of my songs, like it's like uh, like it'll be like that but then they're like yeah that's it it's just something that like clicks we just know like it's either hot or not you know yeah absolutely bro 100 percent. sorry I, I go like a thousand different stories in one like nah, we went, bro, say it all bro at least it all bro 
Um, so I know you were talking earlier about how you just finished uh, wrapping up a music video or you're shooting one earlier. Um, yeah. You have a lot of exciting things coming up. I saw you're in the lineup for uh, Breakaway Fest. Which Hard. Super sick, dude. And then you also have a new album uh, titled Moon 21 coming out pretty soon. So, you know, tell us all about that. So sick. Um, where are you from, by the way? I'm from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Oh, sweet. So yeah, you out there. Now. I'm in Charlotte, North Carolina. <laughs> yeah, Charlotte's so. sick. It's a dope city. Not as cool as Florida, but <laughs> yeah, bro. So basically, um, kind of like what I was just saying is like everything I do is like trial and error. So I do something like if it doesn't work, I'll see what does work, keep it, drop it, like do all new stuff. So my last album, I had, I just had like gotten off a tour with uh, a dude named Kid Quill and dude, Kid I kind of, yeah, he's dope. Yeah. And so I had to plug my computer back in, but so I came back and like, at that point, like I had like had my songs at like my autotune level was super hard. Like just auto, like T-Pain is a mother suck. So, <laughs> and I thought it was like, what? I think the dog, Hey, what the dog just destroyed something. Something just fell. Your okay. Dog. All right. <laughs> Got two dogs. I guess it just destroyed the crib, but, um, so what was I saying? I lose my train of thought, but I got off the tour. I had my auto tune up. I dropped this whole album, thought it was dope. Um, everyone listens to it. And then like my close, like inner circle, they're like, bro, like, I think it would be sick if you like take the auto tune down. Like you don't need it. You know what I'm saying? Like right. your voice is nice. Like it's unique. You don't need the auto tune. And I'm like, dang, like, cause I'm like a coachable person. Obviously I'm trying to be like the best I can be. Yeah. For sure. So I was just like, I could have told me that before I dropped it. Like, because I'm showing every every song before, and they're just like, oh, this is so hard. I mean, they're still dope songs, but yeah. obviously looking back now, I'm like, why don't y'all talk send to you for it? Yeah, I'll send you some new stuff. It's like I took all, like, most of the auto-tune away, just keeping it, like, chill and natural. Right. So. Nova! Maybe we get the dogs in the interview. <laughs> I heard her whine. I'm making sure she's alive. You good? Uh, she good. So, basically, my thing right now, I got an album, Moon 21. I'm, like, big into albums, even though they suck, because every time you drop an album, like, especially being, like, not super hot right now, obviously not a lot of people are listening start to finish. Right. But also, like, I look at, like, albums as, like, true, like, a timepiece. You know what I'm saying? Like, it shows, like, my growth. It shows, like, what I was going through in that time. So, it's, like, right now... I'm targeting like having an album, but having like five singles and eight songs on the album. That way there can be like, everyone hears every song. So like you're going to drop five singles and then drop the album, which could be eight songs. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So that way, like when the album drops, it'll be like three songs you haven't heard, but if right. not, you already heard the five other ones. Yeah, so yeah. that's what I'm doing right now with the five songs. I'm also like, it, it's kind of like annoying because like, even out there, I was talking to my boy, I was like, I don't even want to be filming this video because I'm just like, it's so much work, but also like, yeah. I love looking back and like people love videos, you know, like, sure, yeah. especially if you're like looking at a new artist, like you're going to YouTube them. Like yeah, you want to absolutely. see their face. Yeah. So I did like a bunch of music videos with my other album. And then on this one, I'm going to do five music videos for that too. So I'm just trying to go like steady yeah, with man. the content. You're going crazy with it. Yeah. 
So, so when's Breakaway Fest? Uh, so that's in October. Uh, it's literally like two minutes away from my house. Like outside, I can see like the Charlotte Motor Speedway. That's dope. So it's not even in Charlotte. It's in Concord, which is where I live and like where yeah. I grew up, went to school and stuff. So it's like kind of like full circle and like dope just to be like in the city. Like I posted like I used to ride the bus every day and see the speedway. Never thought I'd be like performing. Yeah. You, know? you have all your hometown friends show out too. Like, yeah. Like a big reunion thing. That's pretty sick. Is that I mean, it's what you said? Go ahead. I was going to say, it's funny how like I'm having a show like in two weeks, right? Or next Friday, I'm having a show um, in Charlotte, just my own like hometown show. But it's so funny to like see like when I drop the breakaway stuff, how many people are like, I'm gonna come and support. I'm like, why can't you support me in my own show? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they all, everyone wants you when you're doing something dope, but don't really care when you're just on that low low. You're not wrong, bro. Yeah. You're it sucks, but it's just, it's funny to see like how many like people were in my DMs, like, bro, like, oh yeah, yeah, that's sick. Like, yeah, they come they come around once they see success, bro. That's why you gotta keep yeah. your circle pretty small, unfortunately. But it is what it is, bro. Um, so is this your first like major festival? No, so I also have a festival I'm doing in Nashville called Blended Fest. It's with like Bryce Vine, Little John, and Cascade are like the three top people. That's dope. So I'm doing that in Nashville, and I did Charlotte's Breakaway in 2018. So Damn. it was when I had like, I didn't have a man bun yet. I literally was like trying to grow it out. So I kind of had like an Afro right? and it was just, I was like the first person to go on. It was literally terrible. It was like 200 people were there. It was just kind of awkward, but you had a fun time though. Oh, of course. I thought it was like the biggest thing ever. I'm like, Oh, cause I got to open up for like juice world and uh, machine wow. gun Kelly, um, Lil pump. It's a solid lineup right Wiz there. Khalifa. Like, yeah. that was sick. But I don't know. It's just, like, there's all levels to the stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I said before, like, even back then, I thought, like, I was, like, awesome, you know? But then I'm looking back now, and I'm like, ugh. Like, I, I wish no one ever saw that, and I'm glad more people weren't there because that was terrible. Yeah, absolutely, bro, 100%. I'm trying to turn this off. But no, you're good. Um, so bro, it seems like you have like a lot of like wisdom that you've built up over the past, the past, uh, couple of years. And I got before. wisdom. I got stories to share. You know what I'm oh, saying? Good stories, bro. And I'm, I'm also wondering, you know, what, what's some advice that you would have for a young artist? Ooh, my thing is for me, I feel like a lot of people is like, I can only like respect you as much as you respect yourself. True. Like for me is like so many people are like, showing me songs or something anything like it's not like i'm down to listen all the time like that doesn't bother me yeah but it's also like i'm willing to help people that are like serious like for real not just yeah. like like some people won't even call out of like their like a not not even a it's not a nine to five just like their part-time job like for like a show opportunity like for me like I've had over 17 jobs. Like if I had an opportunity, yeah. like that job was gone. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like right away, hundred percent. Yeah. So it's just like stuff like that is like, if you love it, you got to go all in. So that's, yeah. that'd be my advice. Cause it's just like, stop. <laughs> but yeah, I would just say like, if you love it, you got to go all in because people are only going to take you as serious as you take yourself. And it's like, even now, like, I don't feel like a bunch of people see like my true vision. But also, I think people have, like, see that I see it and, that, like, 
you know what I'm saying? That's what like brings me to like certain opportunities and stuff. For sure. hundred percent. Cause they believe in you, you know, maybe they yeah. don't have a vision, but they believe in you and yeah. obviously it's going to come true. Um, before I ask that question, were you about to share like a story or something? What about what? I don't know. You're like, I got, you're like, I got so many stories. I don't know if you're oh. going to share something. I mean, I just have stories, bro. I've been doing this like by myself, literally since I was 13. Like I've been like said no to a thousand times, like been like screwed a thousand times. Like, but also like people got to know, like sometimes for me, it's like, I'm so smart that I let people think I'm stupid. You know what I'm saying? Like True. sometimes you got to get like screwed and sometimes you got to get like walked over, but like, that's how you get like to your next step because you're really using them. They think they're using you, but you're using them. Absolutely, bro. It's uh reverse psychology right there. Yeah. Have them underestimate you. And it's crazy, but what, what advice do you give to your younger self then? I don't even know, bro. Cause not even in like the most like non cocky ways. Like I said, like I've always just like truly like, I don't know. I feel like I was born different. Like I've met so many people who are just like, they just don't have like, I say like a lot, by the way, we can have a little meter up here, but you're good. <laughs> yeah. Right. They don't have like the confidence or just the self. Like, I just like love myself in like a confident way. Like where it's just like, Man. I told someone like, bro, Kanye West could come to me and be like, you're terrible. You're trash. And like, it really wouldn't change like one aspect of my work ethic you know absolutely bro and like even like you said my younger self like even my younger self obviously like the music didn't show for like how i felt about myself and now like it is which is sick it's like the music talks also for itself i don't have to talk anymore but i don't know i'm also like big into like i don't like regret things like i believe like everything's supposed to happen for a reason so if, if so, bad things happen like i just instantly like turn it to a positive to be like let's move on. Like we just learned from that, you know? Yeah. I feel like you're very much your own person and like you make, you make your own decisions. So I feel like I appreciate that by making your own decisions, you can kind of like live with the results and like, yeah, it's how you keep your confidence. You know, you got to learn from everything. Like, absolutely. Especially now, even that I'm still like up and coming is like, I love to fail because it's like, now I won't fail later on. It's like, I just learned from that. You know, I couldn't agree more. I could not agree more. That's sick. Um, the last question I have to ask you, bro, is, you know, what do the next two to three years look like for you? I look like I'm wearing a V-neck. Um, oh, so I'll give you like, a, this is a little inside scoop. I like, I like doing stuff like this. I don't do a lot of podcasts, but it's like, I want this right here to be something like people look back in like five years and be like, Dude, for sure. I didn't know and see him talking about this. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it's kind of crazy. So basically I'm working on these songs. I think they're really like some true bangs. Um, I got two festivals already. I'm trying to get a couple more festivals lined up. So hopefully I'll at least have like four festivals this, this year. Um, trying to get on a tour, hopefully by fall. So tour is crucial. Tour is crucial. Yeah, That's bro. the biggest thing you need. And this is like super low key. Like I haven't told anyone. So my brother and my pops, they do like a house flipping thing. Right. And this is like the photo shoot I'm about to go do. And basically my brother, there's this guy like, his name, I forgot his name. He does the show like Flipper Flop or something. True. I don't know if you know about HGTV or something like that. Yeah, I, feel, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's on HGTV. Yeah. It's like a guy, he's like, was married to this blonde girl, whatever. So like 
eight months ago, he had posted like, Hey, like my company's looking for like new show ideas, like submit if you want to be in the show. So my brother did that, like didn't hear anything back, like never did anything like that. And ever since like COVID, I haven't obviously been making money, like doing my shows and stuff. So I started like locking in with them. Oh, voice crack. I started <laughs> locking in with them and I would do like, just like yard work. Like I'll do like, I'll go under like the nasty stuff, like do the nasty, just all the nasty stuff. Right. right. Do the yard work, do some trimmings, whatever, whatever they need. I'm the, I'm the, just the overall man. Yep. And basically like this show, like they came and like interviewed us. And obviously like, I feel like me and you had a great time right now is like, they saw me and they were like, bro, like he's hilarious. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, even on the interview, like they made us introduce ourselves. I'm like, I was like, what up? Like sometimes I just like to be a clown. Like I'm like, yeah, I mean, I was like, yeah, I was like, I'm Moonlander. I was like soon to be famous pop star. Like that's what I like approach myself as. Yeah. And they like loved it. And basically we got down to like the bottom 10. And so then we had like a big executive meeting with like, other like people this is all like over zooms and stuff right now like they basically like chose us to like be the the show they're gonna pitch Mm -hmm. so right now we're getting pitched to netflix hgtv and like hulu or like a a house show so i don't know bro i'm just again like i'm big on like things are supposed to happen and that just kind of like fell in our lap so i kind of see like regardless of like the music and stuff I'm pretty sure like we're going to have our own show. And then I think that's going to like make my music go up obviously sure. because I'll get like clout and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. So I don't know. I think that'd be like a crazy, like just story to add. Like, yeah, that's super exciting. Yeah. And they did like, we had to do like videos and stuff. And like, I don't know. We just had like, I'm just like funny when I'm out there. It's like always disgusting. I'm just like, Oh, like, yeah. What is this? Like I'm like holding like what looks like poop. I'm like, what is this? Like, <laughs> Yeah, and people like love it. So, we'll see what happens, man. You know what I'm saying? Either way, I'm gonna do this till I'm famous. My my end goal, like I said, I'm gonna be on SNL. Except I want to be singing now, doing the yeah, exactly the rapping thing on it. So yeah, and either that show's gonna spark your career a little bit, or your career is gonna spark the show. Either or, regardless, it seems like it's both bound to happen. Yeah, so, that's sick. That's super exciting stuff, man. Um, dude, I want to appreciate you for coming on the show today. Um, I know you're super busy, so I appreciate I your time. It. You are very much, you know, your own person. You don't try to be anyone you're not. You are Moonlander. Like, that's who you are. Thank and you, you don't bro. try to fake it, bro. So that's that's something that's super commendable. And I'm excited to see, you know, where your career takes you, man. It's super exciting stuff. I had a great time, bro. I feel like we, we really chatted up quick. My voice hurts because I was going so in. But I feel like we didn't get to talk enough about you. But it's all right. We'll, we'll, we'll get it's it all about you. Maybe we'll, we'll do a, an interview in, like, a year from now. And yeah, for real. Where you're at. Yeah. Well, I appreciate it, man. It was great. Uh, hit me if you need. I'm going to send you some new stuff, too. I want you to give me your feedback on that. Yeah, absolutely. And if you guys want to see more Moonlander, uh, you can follow him, him on Instagram at Moonlander Music. Is it the same for your Twitter? It's everything. All right, everything. Moonlander. You won't see me naked face anymore, guys. I promise you that. <laughs> never going down again. Never going down again. Bro. Moonlander to the moon. Appreciate you, man. All right, man. You the man. All Thank right, you, bro. bro.